0: President Trump has been talking about the death penalty for drug traffickers and dealers, and I couldn't be more supportive of the idea. I think it's the only position and answer for the future. I have a long standing policy of no drugs, at any time, for any reason, and that includes alcohol. Our level of consciousness makes human beings unique in all the universe, separate from all other life forms. And altering that conscious process with drugs to alter it is a crime against the values of the natural order. Getting drunk, Stoned or smashed isn't cute. It is and always has been, a military-grade attack on social order, and there are no circumstances for it that are justifiable. We may have come to accept drugs socially or medically as part of our lives, but I see them all as a menace to the human soul and reprehensible. I've wanted a much more aggressive social position against drugs than anything Nancy Reagan came up with in the 80s with the Just Say No campaign. I didn't think that was near enough, So this death penalty idea Trump has been talking about is a great start. Drug traffickers and their gangs should all be eliminated from the public scene as they intend to destroy the mind, and we should value intellect much more than we do. And consider it just as serious as a crime as the intent to murder someone else. Because what other purpose is there for the destruction of a mind than to consider it an attempt at murder? Saying all that, I do see lots of value in science. Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine should not be prescription drugs, we should be able to buy them over the counter at Walgreens or Walmart. We watched medical authorities enter into a partnership with government to push vaccine distribution for illnesses they built in a lab to create mass panic and gain new controls through pandemics. The solutions were in those drugs, and the government purposely prevented society from those drugs so that they could perpetuate sickness. Ivermectin and other drugs have shown themselves to be effective in fighting cancer. But our medical industry is supported by pharmaceutical companies who want cancer to spread and for a society of sick to pay anything for their products so that they can live the rest of their lives in misery. That is not science, it is deliberate harm to mass populations with government assistance, and it is every bit as bad as what drug cartels impose on our country. You can't take a hard stance against illegal drug cartels when the big pharma companies also poison our society purposefully. It's so bad that governments are actually shielding them from harm with protective legislation that keeps them from legal responsibility for their many mishaps, such as Pfizer enjoys with this latest COVID vaccine. Many people worry that the vaccine is dangerous, and plenty of evidence indicates that people have been dying or suffering ill effects from the mandatory vaccine. But at the very least, there has been a lot we don't know about the vaccine because it was rushed to market, and we need time to witness its effects the fact that we don't know yet the government has been pushing society into a mass, mandatory vaccinations show deliberate recklessness with an intent to commit harm on a mass scale. Additionally, I see a lot of value from a religious point of view for using ayahuasca and other psychedelic drugs. I have come to accept that the effects of these types of widely used mind enhancers common with shamans all over the world are filter removers to our conscious minds allowing us to see more than what we usually would. I'm not so sure that what people see with ayahuasca is actually the spirit world, I would attribute its effects to seeing a broader spectrum of non-material life forms. Whatever the case, these creatures interact with our conscious reality, and not dealing with them is a severe hindrance to the proper governance of our social order. You can't deal with a world that is only partially visible to the tools of our senses. At the same time, all these other influences roam free into our thoughts, utterly immune to the laws of our nations and the positive effects of sound philosophy. I would fully support a shaman class of religious leadership who use tools like ayahuasca to help society navigate the negative influences that hide in the shadows of our senses. Just because our eyes cannot see them and our ears cannot hear doesn't mean they aren't there. Our four-dimensional existence requires a lot of details to deal with, so we put filters on our minds at birth to comprehend those needs. But just because we have limits— That doesn't mean all of existence will cater their desires to those limits. Suppose you want to manage those influences properly. In that case, the human race must grow in intellect, not to expect all of existence in all dimensional planes of reality to respect our limits. Instead, they will do as they have been exploit our weaknesses for their gain, just like criminal drug cartels do, and nations like China, when they make fentanyl, then smuggle it into America through the southern border to poison our entire society will go unpunished because we did not recognize the threat as it was occurring. Ignorance of what those influences are can be every bit as deadly as the drugs themselves, and it's a topic that requires a new strategy for the many thousands of years of future that are before us. So it's not enough to say that drugs are harmful. My general position is that any kind of mind-altering drugs, including beer, should be severely punishable. It's not a libertarian thing that often comes up with a push for widespread marijuana use commercially and medically. There is nothing funny about getting stoned. Anytime you limit your intellectual ability, you are committing a crime against life itself and my way of seeing things. So fighting for the right to party, as the Beastie Boys have always sung the song, is not cute, funny, or cool. It only gives the enemies of the world the fuel of their intentions to destroy rivals so that they might have an easier time at implementing their diabolical plots of doom. China loves to see us poisoning ourselves with fentanyl. That's why they make it. Europe loves that we are legalizing pot and calling it natural and beneficial. They have been trying to get Americans to take the French weekend for the last century, which is off by Wednesday. Back to work the following Monday while only working four hours on Monday and Tuesday. The world is lazy, and they love to hide their lack of ambition behind drug use, which is the cause behind most of it. But the government is not capable of fairness, they pick winners and losers, so they are not the ones who can make a great society. Only we can do that. We can't prosecute drug cartels in Mexico while ignoring the deaths caused by Pfizer or Moderna just because they are in league with the government. Poison is poison, we have to call it all what it is. And we cannot allow government to stand between us and all the other influences impacting the human race as just another class of priesthood that seeks to maintain the limits of the primary religions, and thus to control the whole human race with severe limitations on intellect and spiritual comprehension. But putting to death those drug dealers who purposely commit so much harm through the drug trade is a great place to start. I fully support President Trump's position on this very critical topic, probably the most crucial subject in politics. Because if people were fully aware of what was happening to them with the various drugs they were taking by choice or by force, they would be furious at the deceit that has been placed upon them by governments clearly functioning with criminal intent. Rich Hoffman. Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business.